I hear some water. And on that thought, welcome to the fourth episode of Podunk America. This week we're going to be talking about some small towns that are going to be good to live in or just maybe just visit in. Uh, this week, again, I have my sister with me and her name is Carolyn. Hi. No, well, not a great opening. Okay. So, so Carolyn, uh, what are... What are some like small things that you think that small towns need that if you're going to go move into them that they need for you to survive or at least to have fun in them? Um, I think they need some small town charm because there's a lot of small towns. Where okay, wait, wait. <laughs> what is small town charm? Well, it's... Um, um, um. <laughs> so now you're just... Okay. Without making stuff up, what do you think it should have? Um, small town charm. <laughs> that, okay, do you have anything that you can actually add? Um, I think a good central area where everybody can meet up is cool. You know, like a good restaurant or a good park or something like that. So super minimalistic and you only need one of one thing? Yes. Oh, all right. <laughs> so the first town that we're going to be talking about today is going to be Cedar Falls, Iowa. And most of these towns that we're going to be talking about, the schools are going to be great. There's going to be low crime, and there's not going to be a lot of riffraff that a lot of these bigger cities and bigger towns are going to have. So Cedar Falls has a medium home price of about $182,000, which for most of America is going to be on that lower end, or uh, depending on which state you're in, that might be in actually the medium end. Uh, so this town's going to actually have a university in town. It's going to be the University of Northern Iowa. And... The University of Northern Iowa is actually known for their music, which actually adds into their underground music scene and bar scene. And this place is going to have a lot of uh, local historic buildings in it, which sounds really cool and pretty old. But like uh, last week's episode where we were talking about that bar that was in uh, the old town, a lot of these historic buildings are going to be that same type of thing. So there's a lot of shops and restaurants throughout town. They're just the main shopping area. And... All this is going to be right beside the Cedar River with a lot of beautiful parks and nature preserves right in there. The only downside of this place is it's in the Midwest, and the Midwest is really dry during the summer and really cold during the winter, and it gets pretty brutal. But other than that, it's it's a really small town, really quiet, and a great place to raise a family with low crime. Um, so, Carolyn... <laughs> What do you think about that uh, small town feel? Um, it sounds pretty great. It's not too expensive to live there, so for most Americans, that would be achievable. All right. You can definitely see who I'm working with. She's not exactly someone of a lot of words, but the next town that we have is going to be Beacon, New York. And if you don't know about New York other than just the, the city of New York, the big booming city, Actually, the northern part is actually a really cool place for a lot of nature enthusiasts. And this is another place up in northern New York that's going to be awesome. So it's uh, it's only an hour north of New York, and it's along the Hudson River, uh, which actually adds a lot of beauty into the city. And it's known for a lot of its outdoors area, and it's just full of lots of plants and amazing nature uh, a cool thing that they have in the town is actually going to be a waterfall that runs right through the middle of the uh, downtown. Uh, many local businesses uh, cater for weekend getaways for New Yorkers. Uh, 
If you don't know, a lot of the New Yorkers like to get out of the city for the weekends and they go up to northern New York so they can get out of that just big city feel. And so during the week, it's going to be pretty quiet because the um, the restaurants are going to have a limited time that you can be there or they're going to have limited hours because they're not going to have as much business. So the only negative part of this is going to be the medium home value is going to be 330000 And that's honestly just because it's so close to New York. A lot of people can even just commute from there if they don't want to live in the big city because it's even more expensive in the city. And the medium household income there is $80,000. Uh, so that's kind of going to add to the home prices in there because a lot of people are making uh, decent money through there. So what do you think about that one, Carolyn? I think this would be a cool place to live because you get a little bit of each element. You have the big city if you want to go to the city. You have the suburbs and you have the outdoorsy fields for winter sports and BMX and mountain biking and things like that. Because you BMX in nature. Yeah, good one. Okay, uh, (laughs) next it's going to be Pullman, Washington. So Pullman, Washington is going to be eastern Washington, and we're actually going to know a decent amount about this because we live just right outside of Seattle, and Pullman's where uh, Wazoo is. Uh, For a lot of you that don't know what that is, that's going to be Washington State University, and that's one of our two biggest colleges that we have where a lot of people uh, go there for college. They either go to the University of Washington or they go to Washington State. And uh, a lot of our friends had gone there, and now we're going to tell you a little bit about that place. So um, Pullman, Washington is going to be kind of the rolling hills of eastern Washington, which if you go over there, that's pretty much all there is for a long stretch, especially if you're coming from the Seattle side. If you're coming from the Idaho side, you're going to have a little bit more towns and cities that you're going to go through, but not much. So the terrain that's going to be surrounding that area. It's going to be a lot of forests, deserts, rolling hills, rivers, and a little bit more of small areas. But really, everything around there, you're going to find exactly what you want. Whatever you're looking for, they're most likely going to have something along the lines. So other than uh, Washington State there, uh, it's kind of a quiet town, uh, especially when they're uh, they're on break uh, a lot of the college's kids there do not stay there on break since it is a smaller area. They'll usually go back home and they'll usually or either go on a trip or go back home. And another thing that's really cool about that area is the bar and music scene is actually really cool. Uh, a lot of Seattle um, does not have that. So over in eastern Washington, the music and bar scene is actually really cool to have because a lot of Washingtonians don't really see that a lot. The only negative part about it is it's not really close to a big city. It's kind of out in the middle of nowhere, and it's kind of in its own separated area. The closest big or big city is going to be Spokane, but it's not really a big city if you go into it. It's nothing like your big met- metropolitan area. So the closest big city is going to be Seattle, which is over five hours away from there, which if you really want that big city feel, which right now Seattle is a big city, but it's not really what people crack it up to be. So if you visit there, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, what it lacks in the big city, it's going to have a lot of spirit within the college. So a lot of people there are avid Western, or not Western, uh, Washington State fans, and you'll see it, especially during football. Football is big throughout there. So it's actually going to be 
a little bit more expensive uh, along the lines of housing. So the medium home value over there is going to be 360000 which is going to be a lot. But if you look at the surrounding areas of Seattle and some of the suburbs over there, it's going to be a lot less than that. And it's going to be a smaller town with a really good schools, especially since it's a college town. And you're going to have a lot of opportunities through the college. It's a lot quieter and safer than some of the other places like Spokane, where there's a lot of crime. But there is almost no crime throughout here. Uh, a great place to raise a family, and it's uh, not too bad to visit every once in a while if you want to go look at the college or look at some of the surrounding areas there. So, Carolyn, since I know that you've been over to Pullman before, uh, is there anything you'd want to add to that or anything that you saw throughout there that you think that people should know about? Yeah, the scene, you know, you may just think of it as boring hills, but you can actually get some really cool photography over there, and it's just a cool town. It's more of a college town, so it's more based on the college, but it's still a cool place to live, and there's a great spirit to the city. Yep, because apparently the city is living. All right, so the next town that we're going to have is going to be Holland, Michigan. So Holland, Michigan is actually a really cool place to live. All right, Carolyn, let me just give you a quick question where is holland um the real holland is in europe but holland michigan is in michigan oh okay yeah so holland michigan is actually named after holland in europe um and it's because a lot of dutch settlers actually came through there and if you look at some of the pictures well i'll post some on my twitter page a lot of those uh towns that the dutch people settled in are actually really really cool because they brought all their agriculture and a lot of their architectural buildings throughout there. And if you look at some of the pictures I'm going to put up, they have really cool um, gardens with even just windmills. that They don't work. It's kind of like the giant version of the mini golf ones, but it's really cool, especially for photographers. But this place is going to have our uh, place. Holland, uh, Michigan, is going to have great schools. It's actually going to be a little bit more affordable than you'd think. Um, it's going to be $228,000, which some people say, oh, that's a lot. But for Michigan, uh, right outside Detroit, which it's not going to be, it's not outside. It's about an hour and a half from Detroit. But Detroit is going to be expensive to live in, even though that the crime rate is a lot. But Holland has almost no crime whatsoever. And a town is just, it looks like a picture is ready to be taken at any single point. Wherever you go, there's either gardens or there's buildings that are just super, super cool. So uh, the gardens and nature through there is actually a really big thing. Uh, they have something called the Tulip Festival that they have every single year. And if you've heard of tulip festivals before, it's when the tulips bloom and they come and celebrate. And they actually celebrate their Dutch settlers that came there before them. And they celebrate their Dutch heritage through there. So another thing that's cool about that is... They keep a lot of the, the buildings there still historic. So a lot of the buildings when the Dutch first came there are still there and they're being taken care of a lot. And they have really great restaurants. Uh, another uh, town that has a central area where they're going to have restaurants, coffee shops, and shopping areas. And a lot of these places are actually going to have green spaces and community events inside those green spaces. So like in the middle of the town, uh, they actually have a park that... Uh, has a lot of their um, their town meetings because they can have a lot of those outside because of the weather during the summer. So it's uh, it's about a 45-minute drive to the beaches of Lake Michigan, which 
if you guys don't know, Lake Michigan is a really popular spot for those surrounding states because they don't have uh, the oceans like the, the eastern and western side of the, the U.S. have. And even if you're not moving there, it's going to be a really cool place to visit, especially if you go there for the tulip festivals. And honestly, like a lot of these towns have had uh, some downsides. There's not really a downside to this place. The The pricing is great and it's, there's a lot to do in the town and there's a lot to do through nature if you're really into some of that type of stuff. So, Carolyn, listening to some of that, uh, is there anything that you think the town is lacking or that you'd add to it? Uh, not really. I think this sounds like a really cool town to visit because you have the beaches close by and you get your own little piece of Europe right in the middle of the U.S. Yeah, that, that's another thing that a lot of people like to visit there because they don't have the money to go visit Europe. But if they go visit some of these towns uh, throughout the U.S. that have uh, that heritage still in it, it's like going over to Europe. And especially some of the cuisine that's in some of these places is really crazy how they can make something over in Europe and they can make something over in the U.S. It tastes exactly the same. The next town that we're going to be talking about is going to be Newburyport, Massachusetts, which is going to be on a little bit more of the expensive side. So when you think of Massachusetts outside of Boston, most people just think that Massachusetts just full of rich people with big vacation homes and nothing else to do other than just spend money and just go there to have fun. But Newburyport's a little different. Uh, it's going to be a coastline, uh, a coastline and kind of beach town, but it has great seafood and great sunsets and without the snobby rich people that name their boats after their sexual fantasies. But honestly... Uh, don't get me wrong though. The people here are still rich, but since they live here year round, instead of just vacationing, they're a lot more down to earth and it's a lot more welcoming in that town. But, uh, the beach town there is full of local breweries and amazing culinary scenes surrounded by the forest and beach, which if you combine the forest and beach and great food, you can't really do any better. Uh, and it's really just a relaxing area. A lot of the locals there uh, vacationed there at first and just fell in love with the place. So they ended up moving there or retiring there. Uh, it's only 45 minutes um, from Boston. Uh, so a lot of people do commute from there to Boston. But a lot of people just stay in there because there's still great job opportunities throughout the the town. I mean, the median household income there is going to be 104000 which... For most of the U.S., that is almost imag- unimaginable. Uh, so the probability of commuting to Boston, though, is kind of going to be a little bit more since Boston is still going to have better job opportunities since it is a bigger metropolitan city. But some of the downsides to it is it may sound like heaven, and you might remember when I was talking about the rich people. So the price is kind of going to resemble that. I mean, the average home in there is going to be $536,000, which is pretty damn expensive. Um, a lot of people aren't going to be able to afford that. But if you are, the the town through here is just amazing. Uh, it's a Since it is on that beach, there's going to be a lot of boats and there's going to be a little beaches that go out um, almost to a point where you can look out and it's amazing sunsets and amazing stars that you can see at night it's just it seems like it's from a different place it's just one of those places that if you get the chance to visit or live there you're gonna remember it for the rest of your life so carolyn uh 
hearing that, does that remind you of anything that you've ever been to or what? Not really, but uh, one thing about this town is, while it is a small town, the point of a small town is kind of trying to get away from the normal day-to-day and, you know, the snobby white rich people. It's hard to get away from them in a city in Massachusetts, but you're attempting to, and it's a good area to live in. So, as you know, uh, she wasn't listening at all, because... <laughs> a lot of these uh a lot of these towns are that snobby rich people but these people are actually really down to earth because they're uh they're actually usually coming from a working class family and they're moving in there from the city so they're originally city people so, <laughs> so thinking about that carolyn is there anything else you'd like to add sounds like a cool town oh, okay well again she does not have very f- many words but that's gonna be the last town that we're gonna cover um if you have any questions go ahead and just uh shoot me a a dm on twitter and i can go ahead and ask or answer any of those uh about any of these towns but all these towns throughout here uh they're all going to be pretty similar in the way that you're getting away from the bigger parts and being podunk america this might not fall into the the category of podunk because I mean, podunk means insufficient, but I I think it does because smaller towns, um, a lot of people just overthink them. And if you're thinking about some small town living, a lot of these towns, it's going to be the perfect place to be. And I can't really think of a a better place to be than some of these. I mean, you got the relaxing areas, uh, just like Newburyport that we just talked about and Holland, Michigan, where you're getting that different feel that you're not going to get from the city. And then you got Pullman, Washington, which is going to be far away from the city. So the people that aren't going to be in this don't like the city scene and they want to be on their own or just be in a little community that they can call theirs. And then you got Beacon, New York, where a lot of the activities can be outside. So a lot of those adventurous people are going to live through there. And then the people that just want to get away from people, they just don't like people. (laughs) That's going to be Cedar Falls, Iowa, which a lot of Iowa is going to be like that. But Cedar Falls just has that really, really, really small city or small town feel where it's going to have that less than that 5,000 residents. But other than that, that's going to wrap up uh, Podunk America for this week. Uh, Thank you, Carolyn, for coming in and adding your super, super helpful thoughts. (laughs) My last thought is, is mayonnaise an instrument? And that's going to get deleted. Um, Thank you for for listening in uh go ahead and uh come back next week and see what i have coming up next thank you